0: Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they're serving hot, fresh food 24-7, Moe, and that includes the most wonderful steak and pepper jack wrap that you will have mm. anywhere. Did you notice I said wrap?
1: A wrap? You know I'm yeah. a wrap fan, so you know, know that, right? you are. That's why, I, you did know that. That. That's why I did that. And pepper jack cheese, too?
0: Yeah, and I load it up. And you know what else I put on it? What? Not a
1: thing. <laughs> Meat and cheese, you carnivore. Meat and
0: <laughs> cheese. It is. It is a carnivorous activity that can happen. By the way, at any hour of the night, which is great. Uh, let's talk a little bit of football here, and let let's step back. Uh, mini camp is over now. There is still another round of OTAs next week, but mm-hmm. in, in watching mini camp uh, and and everything that that Mike Tomlin does, I never stop being surprised slash impressed by the man's energy yeah he's been doing this for a long time now and he's done it through a lot of different circumstances some of them really trying and adverse circumstances stuff that can Mm -hmm. bring someone down someone that can wear you out and he doesn't and you know this man
1: yeah, uh for Why sure. Why doesn't man.
0: it happen? Why doesn't it fade with him? Or is he hiding it from us? Is he we're you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, he has this saying of his, and I think it can be multifaceted in how you approach it when you start when you start to you know try to parse like what what's his drive? Why does he still want to do it? The criticism, you know, the, the failure of not getting to the Super Bowl as often as you like to, it goes back to me when when you started asking that question. And he always says this to us when, you know, it's ups or down times or it's the start of something. Football is our game. Winning is our business. He says that often to us or often enough to where you understand what the heck the task is. You know what I'm saying? Like football is the game. And I know he enjoys the game of it. That's why he breaks down film. That's why he's, you know, passionate when he's in the team meeting room with us. That's why he approaches guys the the way that he does, too, because I think he understands the game of what it is. That's why he doesn't you don't see him towering over guys to say, hey, you should do this. The dictator stuff, because football is the game. It's always going to be the ins and outs of it. And I know he he craves and loves that. And you got to also look in his past, too, as far as him being able to play, you know, at where he was William and Mary and not having that full opportunity. So I think it's that drive of what football is to him. He speaks about it as far as practicing on a holiday, Christmas games, Thanksgiving games. All of those things is football to him, and it's just what you do. But the aspect of winning, I think that's the, the ultimate drive for almost anybody. I don't think it's one of those, let me be you know, uh, two times African-American Super Bowl winning coach. I don't think that's a drive for him. I think the idea of simply winning, besting a person, you know what I'm saying? Or besting a team to where you're standing on top of that hill. And then it becomes a repeat to him because the football game is over again. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one thing he's always preached to us. And I'm not sure if you've even heard that one much at all is the aspect of winning is the business of it too, because, He'll acknowledge, I enjoyed what the NFL does. You men should enjoy it too. DK, we are beneficiaries of it now because we cover this game of football and the business side of it, but it's the actual winning that drives you to continue moving forward with it. I'm looking at his past. I'm looking at his past a little bit, but I'm also looking at why he would actually play it this long.
0: Yeah that that's the uh, you're always looking i think in a situation like this for what is someone's drive what is the thing that he's thinking about and it can be as simple as the way Kevin Colbert put it at his last press conference a couple of weeks ago where he just walked by the Lombardis and and for Kevin it was just saying you know I'm so glad that you know that there were four and now there are six and I'm proud yeah. of that and and for for Kevin it really was that simple and that mm-hmm. basic. You're mm-hmm. adding to the cupboard there. You're adding to that case that's uh, in, in that in that upper lobby at the Steelers Southside headquarters. But where Tomlin is concerned, I it, it always I don't know. It, it, you know, you mentioned the African American component, which he has expressed pride in. Yeah, which he expressed by the way disappointment in. You know, over this yes. off season for how that situation has actually regressed mm-hmm. around the league. It doesn't feel like this is one of those Jerome Bettis situations where you go, I just need one more and I am out of (laughs) here. Like that doesn't feel like what the motivation is. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: And and that's what I meant by like it's the rinse and repeat with him. It's the he's in that he has an office and then he has a back office. That's a film office. You know what I'm saying? And he's in that room just trying to figure out what's next. I really do think he's a psychopath at trying to be the best at it. And in that, it's ups and downs. It's ebbs and flow and everything else. And And if you talk to him, he understands that. If you talk to him, it's a matter of, man, this dude is all in. And, you know, as, as, as much flack as he get about, well, it was, was it Ben or was it him? Or was it the defense who's calling the calls and all those types of things? I would almost tell you he don't give a damn because he really want to just win. And I think that when you go look at the draft pick this year, as far as Kenny Pickett goes, I think he sees a winner's type of mentality in the guy that he would go get that kind of represents him. Pitt ain't a small school, but it's overlooked a little bit as far as players. You got Aaron Donald, you got Larry Fitzgerald, but it's kind of shady also, but it's overlooked as far as a powerhouse. So get, go get a guy like you. I think that's one of the components of why the Steelers go get a guy like Ben too, Miami. And then you go get a young, at the time, the youngest black head coach ever come into the NFL because he has that same exact drive that probably Kev does, that Mr. Rooney does. You know what I'm saying? So for him, it's a never-ending cycle though, DK, of wanting to win. I do think some coaches come into this league real quick, that just like the job and the glitz of it, that ain't him. I, it's if it, he would probably tell you it's winning.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, it, you know, it, it has to be something that's not super tangible as it's related to the job. It, it has to. It, it has to be something that that he's that he's feeling that it's some sort of higher calling because the energy that goes into these jobs for anybody who does not know. The yeah. amount of hours that an NFL head coach works, actually any NFL coach, yeah, <laughs> Every head coach, yeah. down down to the lowest level, uh, positional assistant, uh, it's extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the demand for the for the time, the the mm-hmm. demand for the focus, and then on top of that, we're talking about a family man. We're talking about someone who's you know who's 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 a husband to Kia, who's a father yeah. to his children. Uh, who are at, at their own college age. and it, I don't know where he gets the energy from. I, I not not after all this time. I to me, no. especially after watching Bill Cower, you know, Coach Cower was that guy, by the way. He had reached yeah. the end., yep. but he yep. was not gonna go out moan until he won one. yeah, and, and, and it turned out to be the same one as as Jerome. but, <laughs> well, <laughs> but it, it, and then what happened after that? see ya more I'm more gonna go do years. some TV yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. do TV this is easy I can just sit here and <laughs> criticize people this is
1: great <laughs> for sure man but I, I I would say this and y'all know I'm a Tomlin fan too and I know there's a bunch of Tomlin haters or people that rather move on I won't say haters but but rather move on Um, I you got the right guy you gotta ask your question it's probably a short list that you replace them with and those guys are already at jobs they're happy with
0: question about that when we come back on the ramon foster show why after all these years does the nfl not have a minor league system why welcome back to the ramon foster show brought to you by the get-go cafe and market here's a totally off the wall subject here yeah and I, I not watched one millisecond of this USFL crap. I don't buy any sort of league that takes all of its teams and sticks them in <laughs> one stadium in the middle of nowhere, which is what Alabama is. All due respect to whatever, okay, and and says, hey, here's the Pittsburgh so and so versus the New Jersey so and so. You're like, oh, um, yay, Pittsburgh. You know, and I mean, none of these people have ever even been to our city and or any. So here's this is what I want to ask here, Moan, there are so many football players who once they're out of college and this could have happened to you, too, Mm -hmm. that they don't get that job right away. They are out man they're they're pumping gas they're working grocery stores or they're becoming rocket scientists like a josh dobbs or whatever but they're not playing football yeah and i don't understand with the intensive demand that there is for this product for this entertainment in our country that the nfl itself can't start a minor league we saw it with the nba I mean, baseball's had oh. it for 100 years. But the NBA started, what do they call it, the NBA, the D-League or something? I do the, the,
1: the G-League.
0: G-League. I think it was yeah. D-League at one
1: point it was D, or yeah. something.
0: But they had their own version of it here. Because you can only get five players on the court at a time. We need these other players to play somewhere. Yeah. Why hasn't the NFL done that?
1: Uh, it's the numbers, I think, number one. As far as numbers on the field and numbers as far as finances, as far as putting it together. You mentioned it being in in Alabama, in Birmingham. I was actually there not too long ago. And um, it's the logistics of all of that, having the hotels, having the training staff, having the money to fund it, having also this is the part that kind of I've watched about two or three games, DK, of um, the USFL. And I just saw the the XFL just got announced too. There's a few Steelers. Hans Ward is a head coach uh, and Bruce Gretkowski is an offensive coordinator in that league, too. Shout out to those guys just because. Um, But. It's it's, it's hard to actually kind of do it though, DK. And can I be honest? The NFL don't want it. I don't think they do. I don't, I don't think they do because if he, if you have another league, then it's competing against what if there's a side of it that's well, I man, what if there's another just social crisis where I'm tuning it off? I'm gonna go watch the USFL. You know what I'm saying? Like there's an outlet for it. If it's there and the, the, it's hard. But this to sustain is a minor a league. league. So, it doesn't. Look, no minor you know,
0: leagues compete with the major leagues. If you put, this is what I'm thinking here, Moan. You have 32 NFL markets, or you know, there's a, you yeah. know, a couple obviously that share, you know, New York, LA, and whatever else. Okay, so but you still have, you know, 29 or 30 markets. Now, if you go to your next tier and mm-hmm. you say, all right, we're gonna put a minor league. An NFL based minor league franchise in Columbus, Ohio, just as an right. example. Okay. And it can be either for the Browns or the Bengals. It'd be some common sense involved <laughs> there. Okay. The, you know what I mean? That they'd have yeah. a, a nice, yeah. easy commute, you know, commute back and forth when somebody gets called up. And you do this mm-hmm. in lieu of practice squads. You actually would make and nurture a better overall product. What is the biggest separation when you watch the NFL and you watch these competitor leagues what what single position is the biggest difference
1: quarterback 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 why
0: yeah. why That's because quality. there's only there's only 32 of them on the planet yeah.
1: Was it you the other day that just said in in total there's there's probably only 40?
0: Probably 40 because there's eight backups that you would trust to be a regular starter in the National Football League. Why why not make more
1: of them? Why it can't work? Because their talent is what it is. And the biggest thing that the, that, that, that the NFL has going for it is it does have college. You do, you are requiring them to do three years before they actually come to the NFL. So you have that aspect of it, too. If you have a young guy that's not quite ready, then you give him time because there's another veteran that's already on the roster anyway. DK, it comes down to the talent. Think about it. It's, it's talent, numbers, money. That's what it is. If we, we just really were to say it, talent, number, money. I've watched it. Even from the lineman perspective, they're just not that good. You might have one or two, DK, but the one or two that you're looking for are already on a roster practice squad somewhere. And the one that got cut, he probably can't go play because he don't want to play down. He's better than what the league has, but he ain't good enough to actually still make an NFL roster. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the talent separator, DK. And that's one thing. I'm glad you kind of brought this up. I'm not going to go on the soapbox with this. But there's a lot of people that think they can actually do what you what we've done in the NFL. It is. But the reality of it is, you just can't. It's hard. The talent separator is immense when it comes down to talking about a minor league guy versus a guy that's in the NFL. Now, the difference is between other sports is you can go out. They're skill oriented. Okay. Baseball. There's a guy in the minors right now that should probably be in the bigs because he can hit tanks. He can throw his butt off, okay? The same thing goes for basketball. You know how many times I've seen guys at an open gym who are just hooping, dunking, whatever they want to, and they're still not in the NBA? Well, there's also a talent separator in there too. But think about the guy that is in the NBA or is in the MLB. Or even do we even start talking about hockey? What about minor league hockey when it comes down to it? There's a huge separator.
0: There is, and at the same time, you don't see that massive fall off at the most important position the way you do in the NFL. Yeah, and it's it's quarterback, and and even the CFL, you don't see quarterbacks come from the CFL anymore and make it to the NFL, whereas, you know, I'm going to date myself with these references, but, you know, Doug Flutie. Uh, Warren Moon came from the Edmonton Eskimos to go to the to the Houston Oilers, and Warren Moon ended up being well, you know, Flutie and 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 others Mm -hmm. made it and made a difference, and to me between that and the world league and the Euro- yeah. you know the, when they they were based in in Europe and everything you had something of a feeder system where someone yeah. could rise up as it is moan they just walk away they just, just find something else to do and that makes in, in our nation's most popular sport that makes no sense to me
1: I'd much rather have a bigger practice squad than I would a second league I just would. I was watching the Pittsburgh You're going to make a Maulers. quarterback
0: better? You're going to make a quarterback better in practices? Well,
1: Practice at least splits. i have the talent just in case I need it. With that one right there, like, I'm watching the Maulers this past weekend, and I couldn't – the kid, I'm not criti- – well, I, I'm paid to to critique him. He made some throws he shouldn't have. He should have threw the ball into the flat running with the uh, the tight end running out to the left. He didn't. Like, so is that it's the name recognition aspect of it too, DK. Like, it's hard to uplift somebody if I don't know who the heck he is. There's that, too. When we come back,
0: it's time for our Hey Moan segment. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show, and it's time for our Hey Moan segment. And today's entry comes from Slim, who says, Hey Moan! Multiple, multiple exclamation points here. While you were growing up, what was your favorite NFL team and why big number 73? (laughs)
1: I'll go to the number first. The number, I'll be completely honest with you. I was glad they gave me a 70. Okay, I just needed something in the 70s. I didn't want a 50. I didn't want a 60. Like I wanted a 70s. Man. Yeah. That, that's all that is. Is
0: you, you see those numbers? We call those <laughs> spring training numbers in baseball. You get those 82s <laughs> and stuff like that. You are so <laughs> cut. Yeah, <laughs> man.
1: Unless you're getting 66, which they, I mean, they gave it to Dave after nobody, I don't think anybody warned us in Spanica at that time. Uh, no, was it Tony Hill? Uh, but 66 is a real cool number to have. Um, but it wasn't many. It wasn't many. I needed a 70 because I was like, well, I belong in the cool kids club. This Uh, man
0: wants to know your favorite team when you were growing up. Oh,
1: you see me dodging it real quick right there. I see
0: this and I sniffed it out and I, I, I stopped it.
1: Uh, although not uh, on this day right here, but it would be, it was the Cowboys. I'm from Tennessee. Oh, wow. I know. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear my Jeez. logic. And it'll be some people in the comments that can that can uh, back me up on this because it's Tennessee fans in here also.
0: Assuming they're still watching.
1: Uh, they are. They are. I know. I know. But <laughs> Tennessee didn't have a team. The state didn't have a team at the time when I was growing right, up. Not
0: until the Houston Oilers moved up. And that was to, by the way, for people who forgot, they, the Houston Oilers moved to Memphis. Memphis. That was Nashville. not area. Yeah. yeah. And it, wasn't, it wasn't until – the stadium was built in Nashville that they ended up finding a permanent home.
1: Yeah, it was the Cowboys for that reason. Cowboys are hot Emma Smith, Michael Irvin, Dion Sanders, Troy Aikman, all those guys I was fans of. One of the, the coolest kid stories I had was I tried to uh, call the operator and get Emma Smith's number. The operator gave me 555 22 22. No <laughs> I mean, way. I swear That's hilarious. You, I swear not- to you to this day. <laughs>
0: That's like writing to Santa and just putting North Pole on the envelope.
1: <laughs> she knew we were kids, and she just gave me some generic stock number, man. But it was the Cowboys growing up because why? It was popular. We didn't have a team here. And um, it's, it's interesting, now that we even have a team in Nashville, the Titans, you find a lot of people who are Titans, I mean, that are uh, Titans and still are fans. No, no, no. They're Titans fans. Or they're they also have another home team also that they have a fan of. So I've seen Cowboys who are Steelers fans, Steelers fans who are you know go to Titans games and stuff like that. It's a big influx of stiller Nation here in uh, Tennessee.
0: Yeah, you know, for anybody who who isn't aware of this impact, if you go back over the 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 advent of cable television and the way certain teams were so visible nationally. And I'm talking about in in any sport here. Uh, In Major League Baseball, the Atlanta Braves had their own network, TBS. TBS. With the Turner Broadcasting Service. And, And they, as a result, became... America's team in baseball. Why? Because half the country could watch their games. Mm -hmm. And a similar principle applied to the Cubs with WGN. And in football, it's different because they go to national networks. And CBS, in particular, fell in love with the Dallas Cowboys. If you heard Pat Summerall and John Madden, you knew the Cowboys were on. They they That's ended up we got. more than half of their games were the Cowboys. So, in addition to everything else, just hearing Summerall and Madden, it felt like a really big event. They so now it. their stars ended up seeming larger than life. You, you know, mm-hmm. even predating, you know, Aikman and 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 the guys that you mentioned. You go back. Irvin, you know, yeah. into the 70s, you know, with, with Roger Staubach and Drew right. Pearson yep. and Hollywood Henderson and everybody else that they had, uh, Ed Too Tall Jones,
1: yes. owner of He's the Tennessee best guy.
0: nickname in human history. Not <laughs> yeah. in football history, human history. Ed Too Tall, Too Tall Jones.
1: Jones, yes, He'll man. never be topped. It ain't. So the, the teams that were here. Cowboys, 49ers, and Steelers. That is a fan base to this day. That most people tell you they got a sister team. If you're a Titans fan for the most part, and most of the people here are either the underlying Cowboys, underlying Steelers, or underlying uh 49er fans.
0: You know my favorite thing about the sister team concept?
1: <laughs> because
0: th- it 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 does exist. People it say well, I'm, I'm a fan of like like you hear a lot of that. You know where you hear it in like Arizona, where they <laughs> say they go, I like the Cardinals. And I'll go to their games, but I'm mostly a dot, 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 dot. You hear that in places like Tampa and the transient yeah. places. Yep. My favorite thing about the sister team concept, ask someone in Pittsburgh. Who oh, their no. Sister, oh, it's, it's like you're asking them to impugn their family.
1: I, I've trashed because are you of that. About, yeah, not, so what Yeah, no, no. Just to clear it up, I only got one team. Okay, that's the Steelers. And my kids only got one team. My wife only has one team. My family has one team, and it is the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Oh, wow. Well, that's one pro team. I know what he's mean and what, what he's up to when he's wearing orange. That's different. Oh, uh, well, comes, when it comes uh, that's to a difference. Yes. <laughs> that's really, really good stuff. Appreciate that. Appreciate everybody tuning in to the Ramon yes. show uh, all week long. We're available in comments. Come say hello. We'll Absolutely. say hello right back. Leave your comments, criticisms, suggestions, moan, entries, the whole deal.
1: Yes, indeed. And who's your sister team, if you have one?
0: In in football?
1: Yeah, either, any it. sport. Any sport.
0: Uh, I would take your, your Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the CFL. Just because okay. I'm, a, I'm a Winnipeg kind of guy.
1: Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Also two-time
0: defending CFL Grey Cup champions.
1: Okay I, I'll say this too I believe in, <laughs> you can you can have a sister team in pros, I think you gotta pledge allegiance to your college though, I will say that. I don't know if you can have two college teams like a North Carolina basketball fan an Alabama football fan no, Yeah, no, 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 that, no.
0: That, that's a little different, yeah, that, that you got a piece of paper that, that kind of authenticizes what you should be doing there. Let's do this again Monday, Moan.
1: Let's do it DK